Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome to a special episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's Eagles and Cowboys, baby. Spread some cheer because it's almost Christmas time. So here is the cheery man himself, Melky. How you doing? Hey, yo, it's your favorite holiday milk beverage. Sitting here with a grinchy smile. Christmas came early, boys. I'll unveil the gift in just a minute. It's not the only surprise we have this week. Tell them, Gooby, what else we got in store. Uh, that's it, really. I don't think there's really anything else special about. You said something about like milk beverage, isn't it? Eggnog, eggnog. Everybody's okay. You know what? Buzz here with us. I'm better. Uh, than Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder why you guys have me on this week, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Eagles big showdown. Yeah, big showdown where the Eagles are trying to go <clears throat> two and zero because we won the first matchup. Uh, yeah, so excited to be here with you boys and, and fired up to talk football. <laughs> no, we're happy to have you. Uh, it's a rivalry uh, week, of course. And what a time for it to fall on Christmas Eve. Like, I'm pretty stoked. Uh, what do you boys have planned for the game? Sitting on my ass with a drink. I'm, I'm not really going to change up most of this winning season. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> you don't want to jinx it. He's like, I know I'm just going to do the same thing I've done for the past fucking 15 weeks. Just sit there, drink, game. I have to wear this hoodie too. I, I haven't worn a jersey yet this year. I can't change that up. Even though they've already lost, so the kind of superstition's done, but still. Okay, so hoping that your missus accidentally shrinks that uh, hoodie of yours. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need all the luck we can get. But speaking of luck, Gooby. You did not have any luck this week in fantasy. You lost in your quarterfinal game. So I'm going to let you take it away and tell everyone what the fuck happened. All right. Well, I lost uh, my quarterfinal game uh, 161 to 137. (laughs) Kirk Cousins was not the problem. He put up 47 points. C.D. Lamb was not the problem. He put up 16 points. Now, this is where the problem lies. Terry McLaurin only put up 10 points. Juju Smith only put up 11. Austin Eckler had 14, which is a mid-game for him. Pollard put up 12. DeAndre Hopkins, now he was without Kyler Murray, so I wasn't expecting much out of him. Uh, He got nine and a half. Daniel Carlson had seven, and San Fran's defense had nine. Now, you're wondering, Gooby, you probably missed something. Oh, that's right. I missed my tight end. So did everybody else in Pittsburgh, because he was a no-show. Literally zero passes towards him. What? Nothing. No one threw to him. He got zero points. Uh, That wasn't the reason why I lost. It was a combined effort of everybody, other than Lamb and Kirk Cousins. So, uh, yeah kind of shit the bed it is what it is but uh yeah that's 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 my game that's it's over folks i'm now playing for fifth place (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so first of all, <laughs> you, you were you were pretty pumped when Cousins put up the points at the start. Of oh, the I was. <laughs> I think I think I think everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Like, Goo's about to go off. Yeah, I mean that's just fantasy, unfortunately. But you know, you had a good season coming back from one and four to yep. finish eight and six and make it to the quarterfinals. That's nothing to sneeze about. It was a valiant effort, but you know, uh, you can't win them all, unfortunately. No, no, I mean, Kittle kind of destroyed me with uh, 23 points uh, on the Thursday nighter. So I kind of was like, oh shit, like this is not gonna go well. Joe Burrows came back, what, in the third quarter? He only had like five or six points going into the to halftime. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to fucking destroy this girl. And then out of nowhere, Joe Burrow just comes out, guns a blaze, and puts up 30, 35 points. So, well, it's yeah, just too bad that. those Cowboy players didn't uh, bail you out, get more points. Yeah, no Pollard this time to save your ass. Yeah. Zeke stole all the touchdowns as per usual. Damn, I'll tell you right now, too, fucking Terry should have had more points on your team. We'll talk about that a bit later, but bullshit refs in the NFL and specifically a play involving him. Well, so that I mean, should have got more. That that play that we're going to talk about, I mean, even if that was called, I mean, he wouldn't get points out of it. So I think they would just run it in by that po- at that point. Yeah, but you never know. And the yeah. fact that it was taken away didn't give the opportunity yeah. for anything to happen. So it was bullshit. Like Ba alluded to, we will cover it later. But Goobs, any last words before we get into the upcoming matchups? And I will say this before you say anything. Remember how you said draft accordingly? Well, when you have very little depth at the running back position, that's not really drafting accordingly. You went wide receiver heavy and you paid the piper for it. That's all I gotta say about that. I drafted okay with the running backs. It's just Cam Aker is not okay. One got injured. Cam Akers was supposed to be good. I had Eckler, and then I had Pollard as a backup, which did fantastic for me. Anyways, yeah, no. Um, season's over. Doing the fifth, fifth, what? Fourth and fifth? Yeah, no, no fifth. fifth. No, sixth and fifth. fifth. Yeah, sixth and fifth. It is what it is. I mean, you can't make the finals every year. I did it twice already, uh, two in a row. So, <laughs> no, no big deal. No big deal. No, no big deal. I've won already once. So, Melky, have you? It's just humble bragging through the whole fucking thing Bro, in fifth place. I haven't won. I've been to. The, I've been to the semis. <laughs> I have won before, so I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I ever. If I don't ever win my league, I've won before, and I've won a bigger pot than what we got in front of us. So, you yeah. know, it's screw my own league. I was hoping to make the. I was kind of hoping to make the finals and then just like either win or lose. I'd just be like, I'm like the LeBron James of our league. I just make the finals, but I never fucking win. And then I'll win again sometimes. You so just make up a bunch of shit as you go. Yeah, nobody really knows your real personality. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron's accurate, hundred percent accurate. All right, so my matchup doesn't mean much this week. So Melky, talk your matchup because it kind of has some stipulations involved. It actually has some very big stipulations and implications. I am now playing to not buy the board. I don't want to do it. I had to do it for the first couple seasons because we didn't have this rule in place. So now that we do, the loser has to buy it, and I don't want to be that loser. So guys, I have a matchup against half of 
Family Gate. Once again, I'm playing Devin, or aka Sangria Picks. So it's Deflate This versus Sangria Picks. Projections right now uh, is at 132.38 to 124.29. And let me break down the matchup very quickly for you guys. Oh, I actually went up 134.2. Wow. Things are rising in the Melky world. Happy so holidays, Melky. Right? <laughs> Gift that keeps on giving. Thanks, Santa. Ho, ho, ho! Dak Prescott versus Josh Allen. I think we, all the three of us, can agree that Josh Allen is the way better, better quarterback, and probably this oh, matchup yes. is this matchup is going to be determined by QB play. Then we've got Bob's favorite wide receiver, AJ Brown versus Stud. Just- <laughs> versus Justin Jefferson. Again, got to give it to Justin Jefferson. Just by a little mm. bit. Just by a little bit. Mm. Then we got Keenan Allen versus Mac Hollins. That's just way too easy. Kirk Cousin, or sorry, Christian Kirk versus DJ Shark. Or Chark, sorry. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Allen and Kirk over those two bums. And we got Christian McCaffrey versus, um, what's his, what's his name? R- Romdre? Are you fucking kidding me? Or Ramondre? Ramondre. That's uh, that's just really black. Ramondre. <laughs> Stevenson. Key and Peel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Against Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre had a fantastic game last week until Jacoby Meyer just erased any, like, statistics from any Patriots with this dumb play, and we're going to talk about that in the AFC West Bulletin. But I'm going to give it to CMC. He's been holding it Any down. update? Any update on the queue on McCaffrey? Oh, uh, it just says he's questionable, but it's always going to say that. I feel going in, you know, those nicks and knacks you get during the course of the season. Yeah. It just says right now, the last three weeks or four weeks, it said it's been the same uh, 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 scouting report. Questionable, mm-hmm. doesn't practice hard enough, but he ends up playing. Yeah. Okay, okay. And we got a guy I've ignored the last two weeks and put up big numbers, and I know putting him in is probably going to jinx me. He's going to do nothing, but I don't care. I'm going to take a chance on Jarek McKinnon, and he's facing Seattle. Rashad White. I'm going to give it to McKinnon. I think the Bucks are a big, fat mess right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think a running game is going to save them. It's the Brady factor that's fucking them over. Then we got uh, David Njoku versus Hunter Henry. Guys, this is like a garbage matchup, so let's ignore it because it fucking sucks. (laughs) Zeke Elliott versus Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to say that's a wash. I'm going to say that's a wash. Zeke has a big game ahead of him, and he steals all of Pollard's touchdowns, which is great for me. But Pacheco's been a workhorse. He's he's getting those yards. It's just, I mean, Mahomes has too many weapons to play with. And then we got the kickers. We got Tyler Bass versus Nick Folk. And we have the Buffalo defense versus New England. Now, the lineups could change because we have our waiver wire uh, tomorrow that comes into play. So I'm sure Family Gate, they're huddling together to make sure they don't buy the board. And they're trying to scour and pick up any players they can because their teams are a fucking train wreck right now. So boys, I'm going to let Boggo first. How do you like my chances going into this weekend? I definitely think you have the potential to win. And there's a few factors. Prescott Elliott. Like, obviously, this game that we've had circled for fucking weeks. 
this game is either they're going to put up barely any points for you or it's going to be a massive amount of points with this game. It's either high, like there's no in between. I like a couple of things. Obviously, Brown sticks out for me. That's a nice little uh, <laughs> lineup for you. <laughs> but um, you know what? Like, obviously, Buffalo's playing Chicago. So I think yeah, your defense is going to eat. Um, and I actually like the McKinnon pick because Seattle has actually come down back to earth. They are a terrible rush defense right now. And I think that there's a real chance that he could pick up some numbers. So if that guy gets anywhere close to hopefully 10 points or above for you, maybe he gets a touchdown. I think that's going to be a big difference. And uh, again, looking, I agree about the Allen Kirk thing because who, who's the uh, comparison, like the matchup with Kirk? With It's a DJ uh, Shark. I mean, he Char- had a, yeah. He, he, Shark, sorry. He had a big game, what? I don't know if it was last week or the week before. He yeah. showed. And then she has Matt Collins. But I feel, again, she's probably going for a good win out of Seattle now that Tyler Locke is out for the season. Yeah. Uh, so obviously the number is going to change, but I still feel I have the wide receiver matchup regardless if she goes and grabs him. Yeah, honestly, Malk is like a media guy technically right now. It's such a shit answer, but you're so up in the air because like I said, is is McCaffrey going to go off because he's going to be a workhorse or is it all of a sudden going to be the Purdy show again? Like there's so many things with your team where you're either going to put up massive amounts of points or it's going to suck and you're going to have like 86 on the fucking end of the week. Uh, yeah, I, I actually do like your prospects, like looking at your team compared to what you said. I, I have you with the win. OK, OK. Goobs, what do you think? I, I agree. I agree with everything you guys talked about. The biggest thing is like. <clears throat> Keenan Allen, he's put up double digits the past four games. Since he's been back, basically. Yeah. So I'm worried because I said this about DeAndre Hopkins. I said DeAndre Hopkins has been on fire. And I feel like this is, might be a game where it might not go Keenan Allen's way. It might go Mike Williams' way. Yeah, but who was throwing to Hopkins? Put that shirt down. Who is throwing to Hopkins? Uh, no, I, I get it. I get Who's it. throwing to Keenan Allen? Like Keenan Allen is the volume guy. He's not the the big yes. play guy. That's Mike Williams. Yeah. We all know this. But and then as long as Herbert's there, Keenan's gonna get. He's gonna be fed with yards. Yeah, yeah five, six, seven Christian yards. Kirk. Boom. Yeah. You never yeah. know with Christian Kirk against the, that Jets defense. It's it's. <laughs> Like who? Who would have thought the Jets are this good this year? Sauce Garden. Um, Sauce that's, that's I'm telling you, man. He's he's saucy. Yeah, he's fantastic. All in all, I mean, if Zeke can get some more yardage, I think you could do this. Um, because like I looked at it, Zeke got 14 points last week, and Pollard had 12 with no touchdown. So it's got to be Zeke's his guy to get those touches. Um, but yeah, you. I think you should pull this one out of the bag. Okay, before we um, end the segment, any recommendations from from either one of you? Chris Olave looks good if he's healthy. Um, I don't, I don't, I just don't trust Red Rifle or Crab Legs or um, Taysom Hill. Like, I don't trust any of those guys right now. And Swift? Yeah. Swift, though, oh man, like, so he's the better back. Right, and I like the McKinnon pick still, like I said, because of the Seattle rush defense. They've come back down to earth. But a spoiler alert for a segment, I I believe in Detroit for who they are as a team and where they're at and that they're pushing for a wild card position. I think that they're there. And 
it's fucking Carolina. Like it's such a, mm-hmm. it, it could be easy points almost. I personally would say, and this could just be bullshit or not. I would put, uh, I would take out Elliot and put in Swift. And see, that was the one, the two players I was debating over. But every time I play Swift, he does nothing. And then when I sit him, he goes off. The coach doesn't want to use him as much because he's afraid that he's going to get hurt again. Williams is the goal line guy. Like Williams has, what, 14 touchdowns or something this year just based off the goal line. He has multiple touchdown games because it's just goal line or nothing. Swift can do everything. He catches, he rushes, but he's not in the play. Like, wow, you hit it on the head. How great is Detroit right now in their offense? Goff is throwing it to everyone. Everyone's getting a piece of the pie. I'm just worried if I throw in Swift, it's an it's an unknown. Whereas Zeke, you know what you're going to get with Zeke. You know Zeke is going to get the goal line stuff. He'll get a couple of first and second um, second down opportunities. But you know, ex- I know exactly what I'm going to get from him. I know he's going to get over 10 points at least. He's going to get 10 to 16 points. I know that. It's a rivalry game, Philly-Dallas on Christmas. Like, it's so hard to take a player out of. And I, I think I think they know that Pollard's a better back, though. So I feel like they're going to give him the shot against Philly. No, no. they're. Not I, I honestly him. could see. I see Zeke way more with the small one to three yard possessions and any kind of goal line TD. Just with the history, I, I see Zeke throwing off those points if you're going to get any. And that's I don't what, have you winning, but... <laughs> I don't have you winning either, but that's a, that's a different topic for later. I know. I just know what I'm going to get from Zeke. And when they're on the goal line, he gets fed and he pushes through. Pollard does all the heavy lifting. Zeke just knocks him down. So I, yeah. I know what I'm going to get. Swift, I have no idea what he's going to do. I don't know if he's going to rush, if he's going to pass. Like he was okay last week. He was shit the week before. He was great the week before that. I, it's an unknown. This week, I need to have a certainty. The guys I have in, I know what I'm going to get from them for the most part. Swift can either screw me over or he can put me right over the top. So it's it's delicate. But I agree with you. That, those were the two players I was debating over. How much would you guys love in the uh, fantasy, like premier soccer that I league in? One week out of the year, you get to put on activate bench points. So for just one week out of the year, if your bench scores points, that's added to your total. But just for one week, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty (laughs) cool. So people score like massive points. I would have won won the finals last year. (laughs) (laughs) You save it for then, yeah. Because my bench put up like fucking 80 points. Mm. All right. Well, I do I appreciate that, yeah. the uh, input, guys, and uh, wish me good Tough luck. Tough choices, Malky. Yeah, good luck. Tough yeah, choice. Good luck for yours. Yeah, I just don't want to buy the <laughs> fucking board. <laughs> uh, like we kind of alluded to, mine doesn't really matter. Uh, but I'm sorry I made a couple changes because I looked at my fucking roster, but it's not nothing big. I'm predicted to win 136 to 123. Uh, I put in two Cousins against Green mm. Bay because Green Bay's meh. I almost um, chose Miami for Tooney bet in that matchup. Fuck Miami. He's going up against <laughs> Justin Fields. Uh, I got CD Lamb versus Jamar Chase, which is going to be a great matchup. Uh, T. Higgins versus Brandon Ayuk. Juju Smith versus Michael Pittman. Eckler versus Travis Etienne. Pollard versus Saquon Barkley. 
Theramuth, which is probably going to change, versus Evan Ingram. DeAndre Hopkins versus uh, Hollywood Brown. And Carlson versus McPherson. And San Fran versus Pittsburgh D. I like my chances. The only thing is, is if Saquon goes off and Etienne goes off, it could be a... could be a problem, but again, this matchup doesn't matter to me. Boys, Bob, what do you think? Uh, not a bad team. Just looking at your QB change to uh, 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 for Cousins. Cousins, yeah, I actually like that change. And then I think it's not bad. Like obviously the Hopkins, like fuck, man, Arizona is so terrible, especially with Kyler out right now. Like that's such a wash. Your flex points almost, but I definitely have you ahead. And then. CD Lamb is he going to go off? It's almost the same thing as Melky emotional like rivalry game, but yeah, I definitely like looking at both your teams. I would definitely have you like like Angram to his tight end. Jets defense is no joke. So I even though your Pittsburgh guy is shit, I don't think he's going to be getting any tight end points really either. I don't see Angram getting a touchdown this game. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a low scoring game possibly. Yeah, um, like I said, the the my tight end might change uh, depending on my waiver wire pickup. Yeah, um, I just like Lauren now. Nothing. There's nothing on the wire for you to pick up at tight end. Who Jackson. the fuck are you gonna? Who the fuck are you gonna pick up, boy? The uh, um, the tight end from um, New Orleans. You're better off with Barrymouth or whatever the hell his name is. Again, this matchup doesn't matter. If so. if Pickett is playing, well, it's more for bragging rights. If you don't care, then Johnson you don't care. But I just he's playing it down. He's playing it down. Of course, he he cares. It's pride. It's it's all about pride. First of all, like you should win because Lisa's team is constructed to what I told her to pick up in order to screw Mike over and getting in the playoffs. (laughs) So (laughs) you should win. I hope I win. But I mean, Barkley and Etienne have not gone off in weeks. Like yeah, collusion. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Barkley, Barkley uh, went off. Barkley, Barkley had, had a touchdown. He didn't even have a hundred yards. I don't even think he's cracked a hundred yards in weeks. Etienne has been slowed down. Defenses are picking up on him. It's more Lawrence is coming into his own finally. Yes. Yeah. And he's yeah. playing like the franchise quarterback everybody thought he was going to. He's going to be throwing. He's going to be gunslinging. I think you have the matchup overall. Your team's just way better. So if if you lose this one, no, no, no. And then if Higgins <laughs> if Higgins is not playing, uh, I move Hopkins up in there, and I'm gonna play Latavius Murray. You may as well. I mean, uh, that's one Bronco that's actually doing something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. So yeah. So that's my matchup, uh, boys. I like it. We did well. You know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about matchups. Let's talk about the highlights this week. Vikings beat the Colts 39-36 in a slobber knocker of a offensive game. Okay, Yo, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm taking it back to the WWE style. Cousin, like I alluded to, 47 points, 34 of 54, 460 yards, four touchdowns, two INTs, 
Wow, buddy. K.J. Osborne, 10 receptions, 157 yards, one touchdown. And that's not even like, like that's that's crazy. But what's crazy is another receiver, 12 receptions for Justin Jefferson, 123 yards, one touchdown. Kirk Cousins just went off. I had a text message from Allen in our league. I think it was just after the first quarter going oh man cousins is trash and i was like <laughs> i honestly i wasn't even paying attention because i totally forgot there was a game on saturday and so i was kind of just like doing other things and then i look at fourth quarter and the dude had 42 points and i messaged alan back i was like yeah kirk cousins garbage terrible that game was crazy melky what'd you think of this game Another miracle in Minnesota. Yeah. Who would have thought, right? Like, yeah, that game had almost everything. It had a guy who was coaching by the name of Jeff Saturday, and he loses on Saturday. Like, go figure. <laughs> it had everything. And you just knew, like, watching this game, as Minnesota was coming back and they were creeping up there, you just knew that Indy was going to fail. And more importantly, Matt Ryan was going to fail again. He's got the worst luck going from the Super Bowl loss to this loss. It's embarrassing, guys. It's a big embarrassment. But overall, great fucking game on Saturday. That was the first one, right? Saturday afternoon? Yeah, that was the first game. Fantastic game. And I have a question for both of you. Because of this epic collapse, next season should Matt Ryan just toss it in? Yeah. Throw the towel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah same like you don't you don't have to pull the Peyton Man in and wait for your arm to pretty much fall off, and then there people are saying you don't have it. You're not going to go to a team that's pretty much Super Bowl bound, and they're just a quarterback away, and Matt Ryan's the guy. So that's not happening. So at best, you're going to get up a backup role on a dominant team like Kansas City and, and maybe hope that like a guy like Mahomes or somebody goes down or Josh Allen goes down and you get a chance on a really sick team just to kind of Nick Foles it, even though I'll love that guy forever. Big dude. So, yeah, <laughs> it's... Uh, man, who knew, especially after that first win too, that the honeymoon with Saturday would end so quickly. Like, he's yeah. obviously out of his depth. And <clears throat> truthfully, I was just going by Kev's updates in the chat and following on the score. I didn't see the first half when they were down, but I was fully ready to buy in just as a hater with another great record at that, like, Minnesota's frauds. They're, yeah. they're shit. They don't deserve to be at the top. This is a clear example why. And then they just balled out. And it's like you both alluded to, like Melky said, too. It's like against Matt Ryan, against Saturday, against the Colts that are already shit. And they just need to completely tear it all down. And these guys pull off this the biggest comeback in NFL history. 33 points. Yep, that's actually fucking crazy. Yeah, it was it was it was it was unbelievable. Like just knowing that like these guys can do that. Are they like valid contenders for the Super Bowl or are they just players or pretenders? No. Sorry. They're, they're, I think they're contenders. You have to take them seriously offensively, at least. Yeah. Defensively, they stink. So that's probably going to be their Achilles heel going in, facing a team like San Francisco if they end up meeting in the second round. Uh, a defensive team that's going to give your offense uh, big trouble. They're a legitimate good playoff team. And you just need a couple of lucky bounces and a few wins and you're all of a sudden in the Super Bowl. And, you know, the fact that they're a good team, Philadelphia Eagles are having an amazing run. Their QB MVP season goes down towards the end of the season. Possible backup coming in. Minnesota's second place. 
Do you guys remember what happened that year that all that stuff happened? Can you, can you think back? I have amnesia. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I never watched football back then. I just started oh, really? This. History may be repeating itself. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Just so you know, I just placed a bet. On? Gamble responsibly, responsibly, people. A four dollar bet. Fun. Minnesota wins the Super Bowl for wins a hundred bucks. That's not bad. That's four dollars. Right. Take the bet. Okay, I did. Hit it. Well, Done. let's talk about a horse not to bet on right now. Apparently, because they're mid. According to a sourball hater, <laughs> oh, who I won't be awesome. named right now, but let's go to Jacksonville. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk Cowboys, Jaguars, as uh, Dallas stumbles in Jacksonville, losing forty to thirty-four in overtime. Uh-huh. Dak Prescott went twenty-three for thirty, two fifty-six yards, three touchdowns, and two ints. Trevor Lawrence, who we just talked about not even five minutes ago, coming into his own, looking like the next big thing in the NFL, went 27 for 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, and just one pick. Travis Etienne had 103 yards, so good on him. CeeDee Lamb went for 126. That's number one numbers right there. So, boys, this loss... Is it a big deal? And Gooby, why don't you go first? Uh, it's a big okay. deal for first, 100%, because it just gives the Eagles the leeway to finish it off. Not this week, but maybe next week. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it, is, it is a big deal for, for that implication of first in the East and first overall. Bah. Okay, quickly, uh, petty Philadelphia fans. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you both. Go fuck yourself. This was fucking amazing to watch. Almost better than the win. I had a longer, deeper smoke after your loss. Let's just put it that way. In a serious analytical as we're friends, you know what, guys? Uh, tough loss. Tough loss. Uh, I actually think, in massive parts, it's what Melky said before. Trevor Lawrence is looking more like the guy. And as much as I'm a hater... And I can say that almost losing to the Houston Texans and then following up that performance with losing to Jacksonville while one of your defensive players is talking shit about my team who we beat when he played. Regardless, never mind the fact that Prescott's a good QB and everybody needs to know that. And as much as I think he is a bit overrated because of the contract, a lot of these interceptions are not his fault. That second one, you guys, that no, second one wasn't. You legitimately are having Nelson Aguilar and my Philadelphia Eagles like problems of the past few years before how sick we were. Now these guys keep the ball in your fucking hands. That is so frustrating to watch as a fan. And yeah, you know what? You can point to the interception in overtime, one play that turned it all around. And it was just one of those sports center moments. And you know what? As a fan base, it's one of those times where you're just like, man, we one play in overtime, like bullshit, whatever, move on. Like we've got Philly next week. We just can't even think about it. Like that's almost how you have to have it. 
jokes aside, amazing game to watch the ending. I was cheering for Jacksonville and Doug Peterson's honorary Philadelphian. This does not lie with Dak. You guys, I don't even have to like explain to you because you bitched to me enough, both of you, but some of McCarthy and your coaching's like play calling at the line and some of the stuff is questionable at best. Yeah. He needs to go. I've been I've been drumming this since day one. He needs to go. He doesn't know. What he's I don't doing. know if you're getting Peyton after though. I I thought a hundred percent you were. I thought a hundred percent you were. I don't know now. I'll take Dan Quinn coming out of uh, stepping down as the defensive coordinator, being the head coach. I'll take that as a silver lining. Oh, yeah. if you don't get Sean Payton over having that badass motherfucker McCarthy call and plays because he, he thinks he's slick and he's not. Yeah. He, has, he has not learned anything new. The reason he won his Super Bowl be, was because of Aaron Rodgers. Let's be real here. It wasn't because of him. He's just a pylon on the sidelines pretending to know what he's doing. He just makes me upset. But before Bayou uh, take us to the next uh, game, one other question from that sourball hater. Let's go. Trevor Lawrence look like a transgender. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? In today's society, yeah. <laughs> yes. Make up on yeah. him. What about Keelan Moore? Would you take Kel- him as a... First of all... Keelan Moore? No. I'll take Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's already been a coach. He's already been a head coach. Yes, he's, he was part of the epic collapse in the Super Bowl. But is that more him or is that more Matt Ryan? Yeah. I I got to be honest. It, I almost wouldn't like the Dan Quinn move, which means that it's probably a good thing for you guys. And to be honest, when I think of Dallas, it's the big D. It's the defense. And nobody is almost more defensive minded than Dan Quinn. And that guy knows how to get the most out of your lines. So I almost think it was a good call because... Like I said, there are some glaring mistakes and hopefully it seems like he's outside of the injury prone tag he's had the last few years. Your offense can almost run itself. If if Zeke's going to go, that money's gone. You have Pollard. You can bring someone else in, maybe a couple of vets, a a new receiver or two in the offseason and retool a bit. It's I mean, Quinn might be the best call and he's focused more on defense because that's where you guys thrive, especially later on in the seasons. What do we got next, Bob? Yeah, so you know what? We're going to keep it in the same division, boys. I alluded to it before, but we're going to be talking about the New York Giants versus Washington Commander games, folks. If you don't know this, Giants won, and I'm going to bring up the score right now, if anybody else has it. 20 to 12. Yeah, 20 to 12. So you got to be thinking, oh, great, because (laughs) it clinched playoffs for these guys. Just such a bullshit thing to happen after losing to Jacksonville. But that's actually not the biggest bullshit thing. And I don't even care about the fucking final score because the reason I bring up this game and the reason the three of us are going to talk about it and why I enjoy talking about shit with you guys is the horrible officiating. And I'm trying not to get fucking heated because I hate both of these teams. And I think it's absolutely hilarious that it happened to them. It couldn't happen to two better (laughs) franchises. Exactly. Christmas Christmas came Yeah, let's get the (laughs) laughing out of the way. It's fantastic. Happy Christmas. But that ref is bullshit. It is a stain on the league. And you know what? You have such a a massive partnership with gambling that this stuff cannot even come into question. Integrity cannot come into question with this league. And especially that Terry McLaurin play. And, and yeah, Gooby, I kind of almost agree with you about the points and they probably would have run it in. And yeah. yes, it is not the ref's job to make sure that a player's on the line. 
But guess what? You don't gotta fucking play head games with him either. That is complete nonsense. He knew the mistake. Terry is a smart guy and I honestly honestly think should be the face of that organization and, and one of the faces of the NFL. I think he's that good of a dude. And that's coming from an Eagles fan. He checked it up. He looked, he gave him the nod. He moved and the entire time his hand is on the flag the entire time in that guy's head he is giggling to himself being like do it motherfucker like throw the ball like let's go it's just asinine and then on top of that as much as i hate to defend washington fans all the holding all the holding especially in the end zone and the non-calls just garbage absolute garbage paid refs my friend paid refs Almost, almost to this point, if, if, if anybody wants to buy into the conspiracy that the NFL is rigged, this What's is a game? very good example. This is a, yeah, this is a great example. Was, the, was there any uh, disciplinary action towards this ref? Has anything come out? Oh, an apology's come out. I'm pretty sure that the NFL admitted it, which is, do you guys not agree is one of like just the worst things too that can happen if your fan base is the one affected by this stuff happening like there's no more slap in the face than yeah tough shit we actually blew it and it could like severely outcome the entire season and your team's future and how it's built and everything going on but like mea culpa my bad bro yeah well washington ended up losing so yeah these, these two teams are fighting for a wild card spot and one of them just got fucked over royally. And this could this could come down to this game deciding who gets in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a joke. The whole thing is a joke. Go ahead. Well, they've been bad too. Like it wasn't even that game as well. Like this that game was the worst because of the implications. But the Wash or sorry, the Raiders game was horrible. I don't know if you saw clips from the Raiders game. Yeah. That was a joke. Uh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia multiple times this season calls for and against us, especially the ones against. And this problem is transcending football. It's a problem in all sports. I don't know if it's like just anxiety or everybody's scared or or this new age form of discipline or something, but like refing sucks. And I am definitely not of the mind to bring in AI and robots (laughs) to start because you need, you, you do need the human touch and, and mistakes do happen. And that stuff like gives flavor to sports and stories you tell. And the whole reason we're fans is like for those type of bullshit moments, but it's like, it can't be constantly happening where it's a complaint every week. No, I get it. No, definitely agree. Okay, moving on. We're going to talk more mistakes. We're going over <laughs> to the AFC Bulletin, guys. One of the biggest seg- mistake segments we came up with this season. But... Not we, you. I did not want to do this segment. Yeah, Melky, you. Okay, well, who would have thought this division would be a bag of shit? You didn't. You did not. You had like three of the four teams in the playoffs, all right? So let's start with the standings, of course, just to give some reflection to the the listeners. Of course, KC, all hail the Chiefs, 11 and 3. Next, we got the LA Chargers at 8 and 6. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders trending up at six and eight. 
And of course, at the very bottom for the last few weeks now, it's the Denver Broncos at four and ten, boys. I think they're going to be there for the rest of the season. That's right. <laughs> Let's go over to KC. They beat the Texans barely, 30 to 24 in overtime. Mahomes went 36 for 41, 336 yards to a couple of TDs. And Mills went 12 for 24, 121 with two touchdowns as well. Travis Kelsey was all world with 105 yards. Did not score, but every yard makes a difference. He's the cream of the crop. Their next opponent will be the Seattle Seahawks. So, boys, does it even fucking matter anymore uh, when it comes to this division? It's just the Chiefs and everyone else? No, I mean, when I guest starred with Gooby, him and I pretty much were talking about it already that all that money spent, all the players moved around, all the change for the division just to be the same. Yep. It's just the exact same. Everybody just got one or two games a bit more like separate in the standings. It was all for naught to let Mahomes be Mahomes. That's all it was. And did the Chiefs really do any moving other than getting Juju? Yeah, they, they rebuilt the line before the year yeah. before that. Yeah, it already the started the couple, transition. Got a couple of other receivers. I think they got Valdez Scantley. I mean, yeah. anything. Just minor tweaks, but it's it's the walrus. He's a fucking genius. Yeah, he shoves himself with burgers all fucking day, but he's a fucking genius. Yeah, and I'll, I mean, I always love that guy, too, because even as a Philly coach, it wasn't like, yeah, he never won us the Super Bowl. And I always hate that because he got us to the show at least once. But he wasn't one of those coaches. It's, it's almost like the Tomlin situation in Pittsburgh where it's heading these last few years. You don't need to fire the guy and you're going to get some good play and the fans still like him and the players like him. But sometimes it might just be time for a new voice. And that's what had happened with Andy and Philly. And and that's why he moved on and became so successful immediately in Kansas City with the right pieces, because he was always still a good coach. I think he does the best at making the most of what he has. He takes every player on that roster and gives them a role and they all thrive. They all thrive. So he's. That's why he's one of the best. He's going to be one of the best. So like I said, boys, all hail the Chiefs. We will see them go deep, I think, this offseason. Did Denver win their game last week? They did, and we're going to get to that last because they were in last place. Called it. Next, we've got the Chargers, who squeaked out a win against the Titans, 17-14. Ryan Tannehill went 15-22, for 165, threw a pick. Justin Herbert didn't do much either. Went 28 for 42, 313 yards, and two INTs as well. Guys, the Chargers are making a push for that wild card spot. They next play the Colts. Do we think they're getting in? Oh, 100% they're getting in. You look confused, but I, 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 I think... Confused. That's just how I look. Oh, okay. <laughs> well then. Uh, no, I, I think 100% they get in. Like, who's going to catch them? The Patriots, the Jets, the Jaguars, the Raiders? You're the number one fanboy for the Jets. You've been beating that drum all season. Yeah, but they're having QB controversy. So at this point, it's slowly going downhill. Plus, they don't have their their uh, top running back who was helping them out throughout the whole entire season. And they've kind of gone downhill a little bit after losing them. I honestly, I think the the Chargers stay. I don't think they'll stay six. I think they'll go to seven. I think uh, Miami will go up a spot. Yeah, I think they stay stay in the uh, wild card. Bah, quickly, you want to chime in? I do have them making the playoffs for sure. 
while Gooby was talking there, I'm just kind of looking at the AFC wildcard standings. It's like maybe at six and eight, Deshaun, you know, because he's starting to warm up and that team, there are some really good pieces. Maybe they start to move up. The way the Chargers are playing, and especially since they're playing the Colts, it's really hard to root against them making the playoffs. Like, I honestly think that they're obviously going to have a win. And Saturday, it's just whatever with the Colts until they pick up Tannehill next season. He seems like the perfect next Colts QB. Yeah, I, I have the cha- I have the Chargers making the wild card for sure. Like, like I said, they're going to go win this matchup and pretty much going to be looking already towards playoffs. Okay, moving on to the Raiders. You know, come to think of it, everybody won in this division uh, last week. That's mind-boggling. That's the, the sky is falling, especially the those Broncos. Raiders the win a wild one, 30-24 over the Pats. I'm not even going to go over the numbers. I want to go over the last play of the game. Gooby, what did you think? I didn't see the last play of the game, so... What? Okay, Bob, <laughs> what did you think? You didn't see possibly the greatest mistake in NFL history since the butt fumble with your Jets Mm. and Sanchez? Uh, No, I did not. I am sorry. Okay, so free advertisement for uh, another podcast for Barstool, part of my take. One of their guys is a uh, New England fan, and I saw his live reaction, and that just made this so much better. (laughs) I, I barely know any of their fans. But folks, if you have not seen this, The game is tied. Las Vegas, New England. I mean, we're talking Bill Belichick here. The game is tied, I think, 24-24. Zero seconds on the clock. They're running it. There is a lateral pass to Jacoby Meyer, a Patriots player, who then, for some reason, because he thinks, okay, fuck it, we're doing the back lateral plays that they do in football and in movies, I'm going to bomb it 20 (laughs) yards back to my quarterback, Mac Jones, who happens to absolutely getting trucked by a former Patriots, Chandler Jones, who catches the ball and takes it in at zero seconds to win the game for the Raiders. One of the craziest plays I've ever seen it and actually like mouth open. And one of those things where you're and you guys know, too, because like we're talking, you're throwing your phone up right away. And it's just like you just see everybody typing at the top of the group chat because nobody can believe what just happened. I, I was sorry. I was just watching it while his, while he was doing his play by play. It was literally matching up perfect with the yeah. video. So y'all, that is crazy. Like, Ramondre Stevenson's the other guy who needs to be blamed in that situation. You brought up his name before, but he's yeah. the first lateral pass, and I think he got into Jacoby Myers' fucking head. It's yeah. actually, it's crazy. I, think it's I can't the, believe it. I think it's one of the dumbest plays that's ever oh. happened besides the butt fumble. And uh, No, I think this is the dumbest. I think, like, I don't know, man. Oh, butt yeah. fumble's pretty bad. Yeah. I know, I know, but this is a tied game. Yeah, you don't do that. At the, at the very end, there's no seconds on the clock. Like, you're tied. You're not down. There's no desperation. And he's already standing at the sideline. You just need to be pushed out. It doesn't matter. You're going for a coin flip. It's like the butt fumble I get. It's it's This is 1A, 1B. It's hard to match. And and he goes into the guy's ass. It's amazing. But Jacoby wouldn't, he wouldn't be playing for the rest of the season. That's all I have to say. Yeah. That was just horrible. Okay, last but not least, a Christmas miracle happened, and the Denver Broncos won against the Cards, 24-15. Magic in the air this evening. Magic in the air. Trace McSorley played instead of um, Colt McCoy, sorry. It went 7-15. for Like, oh, these numbers suck. 95 yards and two INTs. Brett Ripon, not Let's Ride Russell Wilson, 
Went 21 for 26, 197 yards, and a touchdown, something Russ can't do, and one ICP. <laughs> Murray was all-world with 130 yards and a touchdown. Maybe Gooby should have played him. Maybe not. So, guys, should Russ sit for the rest of the season? It's not like a big victory, but, I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he should uh... – Every win, counts. every win counts. Remember, every time they lose, that draft pick goes higher and higher. Yeah, what? Because he's out with concussion, right? Yeah, or he just sucks and he's like hiding somewhere. Who knows? <laughs> um, I think I'm pretty sure it's the concussion. I say we bench him. I say you 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 work on him, um, and you try to get him to be better somehow. I don't know, work them in practices and whatnot. But at this point, the season's over. I know you're talking draft picks. See how this ripen guy does next week. Who they have next week? Who cares? <laughs> oh, they, uh, they, play the Rams. Rams. they play the Rams. So let ripen play the Rams because it's the fucking Rams and they're absolute garbage. I think they're worse than the Broncos. Um, and I mean, if this guy wins, keep him in against the Chiefs. And then if he doesn't win against the Rams, you put in Russell Wilson against the Chiefs. Bah. The easy answer is to sit Wilson for the rest of the year, obviously, yeah. because the fans are starting to turn on him. This guy won his last game. Gooby's right. Rams are shit. Maybe he pulls out another win. You got two divisional games left. It's the Chiefs and Chargers to end the season for the Broncos. And normally I would agree with you, but I'm actually going to disagree. <clears throat> if he's healthy, he needs to play. You don't get to make that much fucking money and go to the new city and not face the consequences and, and play the <laughs> divisional games at the end of the season, if you, even if you're shit. Yeah, if he's injured, fine. And I think uh, Ripon, Ripon, however you say his name. Yeah, okay. Let him play this Rams game. It's a shit team. And if he wins, it's like, you know what? Too bad. Russell needs to go in against Kansas City and Chargers. You're not going to be a playoff team. You know that now. You're not fighting for a wild card. They never and if were. you are, and if you are fighting for a wild card, then what are you saying? Your two hundred fifty million dollar man is not the guy to get in the playoffs. So who? You're going to let this kid get you into the playoffs, then switch to Russell because that's what all the experts say. Like it's such a clusterfuck. So it's not going to happen. So you know what? No, let this guy play the Rams. I'd even say if what, Wilson is actually healthy and not being a puss, he should be playing against the Rams because. This is a shit team. Stafford shut down. This is the perfect opportunity to build off the momentum your team got the week before and be like, ah, man, I'm still the guy. Like, it, we have a good team. I just need to play better type situation. But Wilson needs to step up. That's another QB that needs to retire. Stafford. Ah, I wouldn't go that far. He, but said, you know he, said this, he said on his wife's podcast this morning he's not retiring. Yeah. I, know. I don't think he um, should. But I think this has an opportunity. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, what? how do you feel about the Broncos, buddy? Well, they're absolute garbage. We, we all know how he feels about the Broncos. If the Cowboys are mid, then the Broncos, since they're in Texan territory, are flaming garbage. But you lost to Jacksonville was the counter-argument I had heard. Oh, I'm sorry, but Jacksonville has how many wins? Five, six? More than the Broncos? So technically, it's not as bad as a certain sourpuss is talking about over in our group chat. And what's his rap name again? Little Salty? Yeah, he sounds a little salty right now. Little and, Salty. And he really shouldn't say anything about football regardless, because I think he did say, we're going to win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. 
well, you barely won four games this season with Russell Wilson, so you probably should shut the fuck up. But that's a different different conversation for a different time. And I'm going to end it off with that is your AFC West Bulletin dedicated to Kevin. Oh, I just wanted to say I called that, by the way, didn't I? What did you call? I called the Broncos winning because of their defense. You did. You did. I will give you props for that. Christmas miracle. Everything happens under a Christmas miracle. Well, speaking of Christmas miracles, what a nice little transitional gift you just gave me right there, bud. Because this next segment is special for this episode only, folks. All I want for Christmas, TD style. And the way this segment works, pretty simple. Play along, folks. Besides the Super Bowl, what is one thing you want out of football life? For your team, for the NFL, for football in general. But it can't be a Super Bowl win. Fellas, go. Melky, you're first, bud. Well, I was going to pick the present and pick uh, Christmas Eve's game, a victory over the Flying Pigeons, a.k.a. Eagles, whatever you want to call them. I'm going to go a little further. I want us to beat you in round two, because if it lines up the way it's going to, that is going to be the matchup if we get by Brady. So I want us to beat you in Philadelphia and ruin your your season, your playoff hopes, your dreams. I want it all. That's my Christmas miracle wish this season. So no feelings really one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> Gooby, Gooby, all what right. do you want for so Christmas, we, buddy? We can't, we can't pick Super Bowl, right? No. No. Okay, so a nuclear bomb hit all 31 teams except for Dallas, and Dallas automatically wins. Holy crap! Way okay. to go extra, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. No. What? No. My actual uh, Christmas wish is that Dallas trades Zeke and keeps Paul. Wow. Okay. Trade. Okay. Trades for what? What? Reasonably, obviously, it's probably what just picks. But what do you? A wide receiver two and a couple draft picks. You're not getting a wide receiver two for Zeke. You think you're getting a package for Zeke? If you got a fifth round pick for Amari Cooper, what the hell do you think you're going to get for Zeke? You're going to get like a sixth. Maybe a sixth and a seventh, maybe, maybe a fifth for Zeke. Uh, it looks like he's running in quicksand, bro. He's Miles Valdez Scanley. I don't want him. That's not what? an upgrade over Michael Gallup. I don't know. It's just tough to say. I don't know exactly what we can get from because we professionals. But I how think many he- years left does he have? He can actually be cut. He has no more guaranteed money. So I think he does have one more season, but he can be cut the, uh, this offseason with no penalty or you can trade him. He can trade his rights or do it. I honestly think at best you're going to get a conditional pick that could turn into like a third if he reaches milestones. Maybe at yeah. best a fourth. Okay. What do you want, Ba? So <laughs> between a win a, between a win this weekend and <laughs> nuclear holocaust that leaves one team standing. <laughs> Let's see if I can find some middle ground. Oh, you know what? I got it, actually. I never, ever, ever want your team to win a fucking Super Bowl. (laughs) I don't ever want you two to experience the joys in manhood of winning a Super Bowl. Rude! And in fact, as painful as it is for me to say, (laughs) knowing that I have that one 
in this century compared to you guys having zero in this latest century, I'd be content with sacrificing all future Super Bowl wins for Philly if you never win one. Okay, so that's my that's my fucking holiday. I'm, that's really I'm changing my answer to Bog. Oh yeah, Bog gets knocked out, forgets okay. that Eagles won the Super Bowl, and then <laughs> oh, they're in the 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 Super Bowl probably what. I'd say 60 years from now when Bob's on his deathbed and they're there it's like fourth and one they're on the 10 yard line two seconds left and you croak and then they win the Super Bowl well first off I appreciate you putting me into my late 90s I really appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> sorry so, hey, thank you that actually makes me feel okay and uh <laughs> Wow, the amnesia aspect. I didn't see you coming with that one, but uh, okay, okay, respectable enough. But what, what, I, I'll, what I'll tell you right now. That from? What Christmas movie is that from? I feel like there's an amnesia movie where. For sure, there's an amnesia. Movie. Oh, I'm sure there is. I have never seen one, but I'm sure there is. So, so that's my actual legitimate answer. But if I can give one that's just more a little more realistic in Melky's sense, just to help this little segment along too, is. I want us to fucking beat you with Gardner Minshew so bad. Must okay, you don't understand? Yeah, because not only that, but because your main excuse mm-hmm. for losing is having mm-hmm. Cooper Rush and not having Dak. That mm-hmm. is the main counterpoint that you guys didn't have the same strength of team that you have now, which may be fair enough. So the fact that if we don't have our MV cal- MVP caliber starting quarterback and we beat you guys with our backup, Oh, oh, creme de la creme. Oh, that would be fantastic. I, I'll i be sending you a Leo DiCaprio photo <laughs> afterwards. And I'll be sending you a fresh baked. <laughs> I'll be sending you a big log of fruitcake. So fuck yes. you. <laughs> uh, one question before we uh, go on to Boomer Bus Goobs. Uh, this is more directly to Ba. Is Jalen Hurts playing on uh, Saturday? Because his coach is throwing signs out there, he wouldn't hold it past him to play. His comments are ridiculous. Oh, uh, Jalen's probably going to heal faster. He's just different than everybody else. What, yeah. what the fuck does that mean? Built <laughs> what? He's built different. He's throwing some sort of Christmas subliminals out there. So what do you think? Yeah. Well, you listen to Jalen as well. He's saying all the right points. I'm ready to go. I've already played through fucking pain and adversity this season. And it's Dallas. It's a big game. I don't think he's going to play. I'll be, I won't be like upset by any means. And I think he'll be good to go. It's a shoulder injury. And and man, just the fact that it's you two and it's Dallas. I want all our guns out there. Like I want the win to just be the win. But at the same time, sit him because I truthfully believe that our team is good enough. And Minshew is probably one of the best back. Gooby, you cannot deny this. One of the best backup quarterbacks. I don't. What? You don't like him. Well, I'm just saying skill-wise, I'm not saying he's like the best starting quarterback, but to have him as your second guy on your team, he's pretty sick to have. So I'm confident in his ability, and especially with some of the uh, plays that he connected with when he played last year, I I think we'll be fine. So I think you should rest Jalen. Ah, but fuck you Dallas guys. I want him to play. I want to beat you so bad. (laughs) I want Jalen in there so we. I can, of course you do because you, if you send, beat us, you want full. Yeah, you yeah. send the face and be like, "Remember when we beat you at full strength, folks?" These will this will be the biggest brag show of being one and one in a season series you have ever seen. If they damn win. straight, only yeah. only around the holidays. Yeah. Oh, fuck.
What do you got next? Apparently my favorite pastime on the toilet. Always. Especially after Taco Tuesday. Jesus. I haven't had tacos in a while. Tacos are clutch. All right, guys. Boomer bus. I'm going to take it away. And uh, again, I always butcher this guy's name, so fuck him anyways. Pat Fairmouth. Did I get it right? I think it's Frermouth, but that's okay. Frermouth. Frermouth. Whatever. Was Kenny Pickett expected to come back this week? Expect Fairmouth or Fairmouth to actually get a pass thrown to him this week. <laughs> the one bright side of the Steelers is that he's a tight end six. That's right. Top six. Of course. In fantasy <laughs> points. <laughs> so with that being said, he is a boom this week versus the Stingy Raiders. Uh, he'll be back on track to his normal self, getting you around 10 points plus. I think he's a great start this week. And I was actually kidding. I actually am not putting in a waiver wire. And I am keeping him for the foreseeable future, which is one more game. Oh, hush your mouth. He is a boom, too. <laughs> and uh, if Kenny Pickett is playing, he's a must start. That's all I got to say. Top six. There you go. Bah, Top what do you six. Think? So, uh, my boomer bus, I have got Dallas Goder. Let's go. Welcome and back. I have purposely, you can go back as far as you want. I have never chosen a Philly player for boomer bus, and I've never chosen Philly for Tooney bets. I just, that's pure superstition. But. He's back right now, and this is a huge asterisk to Minshew playing. I'm assuming Minshew's playing. The, my pick would probably change, honestly, and I would go with maybe one of the Miami running backs that I was originally going to go with or someone. But if Minshew plays, last year when they played, Dallas had 106 yards for two touchdowns, and it was six carries. He led the team. Okay, They already have a history together. He's coming back 100%. He's able to get those small slant plays, just a couple of yards. So... I could actually see him uh, becoming the top tight end of the matchup. And obviously, you're not going to be able to get him, but solid, solid pickup for fantasy owners coming back. And like I said, it really depended on Minshew playing, even though I think he'll still do well if it was Hurts because he is a, a target that's favored. But yeah, I, I have Dallas, who is named after your fucking team from his parents, who were such fans. So I think that is just like a little you know salt in the wound just kind of exactly just to help out my side a bit uh, that's pretty much the main reason his name I, 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 I disagree with you I don't disagree with him being a boom but I want to throw a side wager for you Ba okay I think Dalton Schultz has a better game than uh, Dallas Goddard would you like to bet on that a Christmas bet of all well, bets I accept every bet from you because <laughs> we're degenerates so yes I do accept your bet. It is that is a tough one. You're right. I that's why I was almost a little hesitant when you heard me kind of slowing down saying that because it's like oh I'm kind of doubling down even though I still think Dallas will, like Goder will have a great yeah. game. But yeah, we'll we'll do a beer bet for sure. Hundred dollars if uh, if your quarterback plays. Fifty dollars if he doesn't. Win or lose. What? What are you talking about? kind of Christmas crack are you smoking? No. <laughs> the most intense bet we've had in months. Bring it on. <laughs> no, that's I always know. go high because people are like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, you're a p Yeah, for 100 bucks for bet. <laughs> Dropping the P word. Okay. That, no, that's a good one. You I can beat it. 
I will. <laughs> I do agree with Dallas Goddard. That's a great, uh, that's another weapon added to your arsenal. And I think regardless if it's Hurts or um, Mustache Minshew, he's going to play well. Oh, oh, sorry. And last thing, I honestly think Minshew might go fucking off because if you guys saw the whole news, rest in peace about Mike Leach, college football coach, they had a special bond. This guy was Minshew's like mentor and he was at the funeral today in tears and like dedicating the performance coming up. A dedication game that that could be lethal. Like he, he might be going off for four TDs, three hundred yards, boys. I don't know what to tell you. So what if he, Dallas what if he Goder just needs to. What if he doesn't play? Disrespecting his fucking vendor. <laughs> like, what a disrespectful. The the, the wife's calling this, him up like, yo, what the hell? This could be a Brett Favre game. This could be a Brett Favre game. I think it's going to be high scoring, but let's let's save it for uh, the end of this uh, episode. We can go back. I'm going to close it off with Indianapolis Colts' Zach Moss, former Buffalo Bill. And he's a bust, boys. He had 24 rushing yards and 80 or 24 rushing attempts and 81 rushing yards. And it was all at the expense of Taylor going down. I think him and Jackson are going to share the load, and his volume isn't going to be as high as it was last week. And besides, Indy is a fucking tire fire right now they're hot garbage so picking any indie player right now is bad news so for all those reasons he's a huge bust a christmas bukkake bust might i add this week and going forward like a turkey fart bust excuse me well you don't eat turkey so you wouldn't know (laughs) yeah and as the sole bust this week buddy i completely agree with you on it like indies indies a tire fire this is I heard it like a little funny conspiracy in the comment sections of some places that like Saturday is just a yes man for Ursay, and he's pretty much just telling him like how to clean house and who needs to go and who's the right personality. And that's what it seems like because they're just playing out the last few games of Matt Ryan's career at this point. 100%. Okay, so it's always a pleasure to bring on this final segment that I helped co-create. And folks, we're talking Toonie Bets, uh, where we choose a, three games each, like a game each for three total, and uh, decide uh, on the outcome, and it's it's worth a Toonie. And you know what? I'm going to go first. And we were talking about this game before. I'm bringing the Detroit Lions over the Carolina Panthers. Yes, Carolina won 30-0 last time they played. But guess what? This is a new Detroit team. Okay, Jared Goff, everybody's firing off on all cylinders. Everybody's completely bought in on Dan Campbell because he's one of those coaches where he's so passionate and he's so fired up and makes like those epic any given Sunday speeches. You either don't win and that shit becomes tiring real quick and the guy loses to the dressing room and you're like, okay, go back to fucking college. Or you buy in and they have bought in. They are stellar on defense, okay? And we're talking about Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. So I am not worried about Detroit's uh, defense going off. And Jared Goff is in fine form. We were already talking about Swift and the question mark that Melky's gonna have right now in these last few hours uh, for setting lineups. Uh, there's gonna be a, a lot of points. And I, I see this as an easy win and it's just more chatter leading to Detroit potentially in the wild card situation, which I am telling you right now, I am bandwagoning for, for sure. All I like right. it. 
I like it. Uh, this one's kind of a pity, pity tuny bet because goddamn Fairmouth and Fairmouth, however you want to say it. Raiders over Steelers. Okay. I think the Raiders are coming into their own a little bit. Um, I think it's going to be a decent scoring game. I'd say each team has about 20 points plus. Yeah, I think Raiders are going to take this one in a, in a crazy uh, lateral way. I like I like your chirp to Fairmouth, Fairmouth, whatever, because he, he deserves to have your scorn. But holy shit, could I not care less about a game upcoming <laughs> this week, Pittsburgh versus Raiders? Yep. I know it's a great pick for you for Toonie bets and everything, but I am definitely not tuning into this game. This will be a uh, like red zone just situation. Just oh yeah, there's a play pop up. Why not? Yeah, yeah this this is just like a Denver game. I could care fucking less about <laughs> it. <laughs> like I said, I only picked it because fucking Steelers. Yeah. I do disagree though. I if Pickett's playing, I like uh, the Steelers at home. Cool. All right. Welcome. All right. So last but not least. We talked about this team a lot this episode, and especially one Trevor Lawrence, a.k.a. a guy who looks like a apparently. But it's uh, Jaguars versus Jets, and I like the Jets to ups. No, sorry, I like the Jags, sorry, to upset the Jets in New York. They're on a high coming off that victory over Dallas. Lawrence is coming into his own. He looks like the next big thing. He's actually been the second best QB since um, American Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yeah, Doug Peterson over Robert Saleh all day. Uh, Jets have a QB carousel. Gooby, you uh, you knocked on that. There's a QB carousel going on in New York. And I don't believe in the MILF Hunter, regardless how well he played last week. Uh, This is going to be a huge defensive matchup. I think the Jaguars' defense is underrated. You saw what they did last week uh, against the Cowboys. And last but not least... I think the pressure from the Jets is too young to handle. They're not there yet. Next year, I think they'll be a big player, especially when Brees Hall comes back. But I like the Jags to basically ruin the Jets' opportunity of a playoff push. Um, Alex Trebek, can I get uh, the Jets for 500, please? Let's do a daily double sound on this. I'm doubling (laughs) down on it. Jets win. I think the Jets are going to take this one. Uh, they're looking for that playoff spot. I, I honestly, I think, I think, like I agree though, it's going to be a defensive matchup. But I think the Jets take this. Completely agree with you about the coaching matchup. I would take Peterson a little biased, obviously, over Salah any day. But I agree with you, Melky. Actually, what you were saying, and especially about the Jets coming into their own kind of next season as well. The one thing I'll say is the Jets' defense is for real. There's mm-hmm. no doubting that is a playoff caliber defense. There are MVP. There are studs on that team. And uh, Mike White looked good. Uh, yeah, Zach Wilson. He's obviously not the guy. He needs a new whatever. Just go be the next Mitch Trubinsky, wherever you want to be. <laughs> Johnny Fight. Yeah, the football. Jets. Football. Yeah, the Jets aren't quite there. And you know what? When you first brought this up uh, and you were talking about this matchup, I almost wanted to kind of counterpoint and take the Jets as well. But I just think that with the way that Lawrence is playing, the offensive firepower Jacksonville has outweighs New York Jets. And I think that this is going to be like a 24 to 10 type of game. It's not. It's going to be kind of like you were guys saying, a defensive in the mud. And there might be, there's probably going to be like, each team will probably get a, a pick six or some type of defensive scoring play because the offense won't be showing up that much. But I, I do definitely have Lawrence, probably at least one TD and Jacksonville winning. Two to one, Gooby. Two to one. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> up, <Chet. laughs> 
Let's stick those cookies on a plate with a glass of warm milk because we are done, folks. Thank you both for decking the halls this week. And Goobs, thank you all as always, man, for being my ride or die. Uh, is there anything you want to add on this Christmas episode? No, not mad. I wish everybody a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you want to talk about your holidays. I just want to thank Bob, too, for joining us. Uh, this is three times this season, which is uh, a first for us, I think, to have someone three times. No, but, he's, been, he's been on three times before. Oh, has Sometimes. he? Yeah. The fr- your first year, I was on a bit. Okay, okay. But yeah, no, I, I always enjoy talking football with you guys. Um, I'm just enjoying my week off, you know. Uh, I know you're saying ride or die. I was telling you I was watching the Fast series for no reason. But yeah, no, I'm just enjoying my week off other than the fact that I lost. But it is what it is. You can't win them all. Yep, sucks to be you. Bah, <laughs> is there anything you want to add? Again, thank you so much for uh being a constant staple in my ass no constant staple on the show and the reason we had you so much first season is we needed a household name so mission accomplished (laughs) what are you up to Uh, where can they find you uh and i'll go back to you too gooby uh what are you doing for the for christmas Thanks, guys, for having me so much. It's always a blast. I, I loved guest star, guest hosting with Gooby the other week. And anytime you guys call me on, I'm ready to go because we pretty much do this every single day, regardless if we're recording or not. And that's what this friendship's about is the sports rivalries, which I just I love the chirping and I love all the heated shit, even though it gets a bit heated. Mm-hmm. But uh, folks, I want to wish you on behalf of the network and a 30, which little hat uh, on top. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You can find us. We just released a wow. I had mustard Christmas special. Uh, It was a blast talking to these guys plus calf daddy like we usually do. We're going to be back in January uh, better than ever. We've got a ton of ideas brewing. You got these guys. You got what? One or two episodes left to end out the season. Three, three or three episodes. Yeah. And then three, three. And then you boys are done season three of show us your TDs. That's yeah. that's three years. That's impressive, guys. And this is I can tell you right now that I this is one of the few that I listen to when you release it during the week. Like it's ready to go. Yeah, we appreciate, I appreciate it. that. What are you doing for the holidays? Like for Christmas? Uh so family? Much, yeah, well so last weekend I did the grandparent tour on my side and uh decided, you know what, just kind of the, some of the older people in the family health wise isn't doing great, so we're just gonna kinda stay home, keep it low key this year. About 75% done Christmas shopping, which is like the biggest fire up for me because Friday at work is the Christmas party and shit's not getting done that day. So I just need to make it till the Thursday night football game, boys, and I'm pretty much done for the week and I'm, I'm fired up to go. Perfect. Perfect. Milk. Yo. What are you doing for Christmas? Grabbing a bottle of Jack's maybe and some whiskey and just watching a bunch of Christmas movies, man. Yeah. This black table I'm drinking is good, buddy. You got to get it. Yeah. I think I'm going to make a stop tomorrow. Enjoy some of uh, some family time and, uh, you know, deck the halls and find milky form yeah. as always. But guys, thank you for joining us this week. Hopefully you aren't on the naughty list like us. I'm Mo. That's Goobs. That's Ba flapping his wings over there. And we are going to disappear like Santa's candy cane when he looks for it. Fly, eagles, fly. <laughs> Christmas!